Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Coming back live, everyone. First stop, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in Las Vegas. I'm there the entire week of January 15th through the 21st. Come see me at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in the MGM in Las Vegas. We're going to have some fun over there. Then we're moving on to one of our favorite clubs, Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, January 26th and 27th, Friday night, Saturday night. Back in Fort Worth, and we are going to have some fun there. On to a place I haven't done in years, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, right down the street from the Louisville Slugger Museum. Mm -hmm. Alex, I highly recommend going to see how they make baseball bats. It's a fun spot, right? Louisville Comedy Club, new club in Louisville. Can't wait to get there. One night only, Thursday night, February 8th. And then we move on to Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, one of my favorite little clubs. Love this place. We're going to be there Friday night, the uh, 9th and 10th of February, and on and on and on. Punchline in Philadelphia is coming up, too. That's March 1st and 2nd, and DC Improv is March 3rd. Start getting the tickets now so I could be excited about coming to all of those cities. So much more on Frangelo.fun. Now enjoy a very fun, new, exciting 2024 episode of Cover to Cover. I remember the backlash of this one, Alex. Rod Stewart took some backlash in the 70s over this song because it was, he was, you can't, you can't say you're sexy. Yeah. You, this was a, this was a time when people wouldn't, he couldn't be conceded or whatever the term is these days, you know? And he was just like, do you think I'm sexy? Just tell me. Which is a good song. It was yeah. dirty. Back then it was dirty. And they played it on regular radio. You got to hear this one on regular radio. That's how we did it back then. 
This will all be making a point in a second. Welcome back to a Tuesday episode of Cover to Cover. Releasing it today. We do when we release them. We yeah. don't take time to edit and pull things out. We're, 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 uh, we're, we, we, we walk a line here, Alex. Yeah. I mean, you never know what we're going to say. We fly by the sea. All fi- you know, what do they say when someone, when some celebrity comes out with a podcast? Like, uh, no filter anymore. No filter. No. So we play a little Rod Stewart. We have some fun. And uh, we're going to get through this one today. I'll tell you right up front. It's We try to find, you know, we don't want to do Golden Globes anymore. We feel like we covered it extensively over on Patreon. I think more extensively than I've heard many people cover it. Everybody's been covering on podcasts and things. And I thought we did a pretty good job of giving our opinions on, on the Joe Coy monologue and other things. The winners, the losers, award shows in general. Yep. I mean, my my analysis, nice fade out, Alex. Pretty good nice. fade out on this one. My analysis uh, in the end was I enjoy award shows. That's it. Sorry, I enjoy them for everything that happened in this one. I enjoy them for the fact that it is a high wire act where anything can go wrong, and it usually does. And if something, I mean, look, over the last couple of years, we've had slaps and mm-hmm. of, of the, a misread uh, best picture f- before that. Remember, uh, yeah. we had some wild stuff going on. And it's just, it's for that reason, it's fun. It gives us all something to talk about. And this is a divided country, Alex. We live in it, as you could see, every day. It just gets more and more divided. That's one thing Joe Coy should be proud of. Yeah. He brought the entire country together all hating him <laughs> you know like he he brought left and right and everyone together saying oh that monologue sucked mm-hmm. um so there was that yeah i did watch joe he did a little uh thing on good morning america the day after uh gma3 or some third hour mm-hmm. whatever it was and uh they had joe coy on to talk about you know and i guess they probably had him booked beforehand days before and probably thought they were going to get him, you know, talking about a joyous occasion that he mm-hmm. had. But then when it all went to shit, they were probably like, oh, this is going to be good. We got him now. We're the first ones to get him talking about how it all went down. And I'll say this. I watched Joe, and Joe's a friend of mine, you know, and I was honest about my opinions of, of his monologue and and Joe and everything about it. But I did feel bad for the guy, you know. he He... He didn't hold back on saying I, you know, I made a mistake. I, I and he seemed real down about it, mm-hmm. which has got to be tough. That's a tough. He's a guy who's, you know, he's a pretty cocky guy, I think, and as he should be, he's a pretty successful, very successful comedian and a funny guy. But he's even like so much so that the Good Morning America hosts were like, Jesus, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, take it <laughs> easy, because he was really being hard on himself, and he really seemed to take this all to heart. Which led me to kind of think, like, how do you handle it? What's the best way to go forth from this point on? And I think, for me, the only way you can possibly deal with this is kind of just laugh. you got to laugh about it. You just have to go out and, I don't know, do a set somewhere, a comedy store, improv or something, mm-hmm. and kind of goof on it. You know, TMZ is going to come and... And be there in the crowd and, and get a clip from you on stage and and kind of just have fun with it. I don't 
everybody for the most part outside of you know maybe the Ricky Gervaises and the and the Billy Crystals and Amy Poehler and and Tina Fey but everybody else bombed mm-hmm. for the most part on yeah. hosting shows you could go down the list of great people Seth MacFarlane David Letterman mm-hmm. these guys all hosted whether it be the Golden Globes or the Oscars and they all bombed i mean what was Anne Hathaway and James Franco? That might have been the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So there are there are ways around it. I think you could come out of it with just a couple of jokes. Um, I don't know. It was a very highly rated uh, Golden Globes. It did mm-hmm. well. It did much better than last year's. I mean, by rating standards, today's rating standards. You know, it got like 8 million people, which is big by today's rating standards. Mm-hmm. And so he could... He could he could say that. I don't know if you if you bomb like that though. And if some people didn't, you know, some some people like I found that to be fine. I didn't care much, you know. And uh, the other thing is what the way you have to kind of go about something like this is you just have to go. It it it's a big deal to me mm-hmm. and to probably the world I live in. To jo- I'm saying Joe Coy himself would yeah. probably be like, yeah, it's a big deal because I'm going to be walking into coffee beans and Starbucks here in L.A for the next couple of weeks and these people care mm-hmm. but the rest of the world no it's a tuesday for yeah. them they're, they're back on the train or back in shoveling their driveways from the snowstorm or whatever they're and uh and they're getting their kids off to school i think it was a fleeting moment for many you know we all mm-hmm. like to have some fun with these things and then it's now it's over yeah i think if you ask people in a week they would be like oh i don't was when was the Golden Globes? Like I don't even. Remember. Mm-hmm. So there's that. These are all ways you can console yourself. This is coming from a person who has flopped on live television many times. Yeah, and I, there are ways to console yourself. Um, you know, you could just gorge on food. I think I don't know. I don't know how people get through shit. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you got to look at it like you know, Joe's got a pretty good family, a pretty good support system. He's got a like an entire year of sold out arena shows. He could just be like, fuck it. You know, yeah, I did. It was fine. I'll live. I think it's the same as like what you always say about being canceled. Like he wasn't a household name a week ago. No, but he is now. The strange thing (laughs) is, I know. Like, yeah, maybe that's a one way to look at it too. You like, I mean, nobody's talking about anything else. Like there, there there was no speeches that really won every anybody over. Mm. None of the movies. I I know. Unfortunately for Joe, it was like. Shit, I wish something else would have happened so they could... I mean, I, I am hearing some people talk about uh, Will Ferrell and, and Kristen Wiig, their thing, which was very funny, mm-hmm. and that's kind of gone viral on the internet. So there is that kind of a positive little fun bit. And of course, everyone's like, well, they should host. Mm-hmm. And I think both... I think they'd be great, of course, because they're both giant stars. And I think that's where, at this point, from here forth... If you're going to have a host, and you know what I said on, if you guys didn't listen to the Patreon, maybe some of you don't have it, and that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't like to hold people's feet to the fire to get Patreon. But the only reason I did it on Patreon is because it was the next show. I wanted it to be fresh in my mind, so I did it on Monday instead of doing it on today's. Um, but I said, and I do believe this, like I really just think at this point you got to just go with somebody. I don't know if you need the hard jokes anymore. Mm-mm. They're not going to work. they they're going to work with some people, but maybe not everybody. So I'm, you know, I'm not kidding when I say a Hoda Kotby or somebody like that. It's more, that's more the way you got to go where yeah. they're just going to be nice. And 
You know, Oprah. Why doesn't Oprah host? Everyone loves her, and she's not going to go up there and do roast jokes. No. You know, she'll just be nice about the movies and nice about everything. And the people who watch, watch, and the people who don't, don't. You know, most people don't even watch award shows. Nobody gives a shit. Seeing that this one was 9.4 million. Yeah, it's a, it, was a, it was a big rating. Mm-hmm. It was a ratings bonanza. Yeah, their biggest since 2020. Yeah, so Joe Coy's got to be excited about that, I yeah. think. I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe it was like, shit, it's a lot of people who saw me bomb. Yeah. Um, and who knows? I mean, I, I wish the guy well. I'm sure, you know, it's funny because he's going to be fine. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. Like, he, I, I know he probably is not at the point now where he wants to say that. I mean, he'll get back to cocky Joe Coy soon, and that's kind of what we'd like to see. We don't yeah. want to see the guy. I mean, nobody wants to see him fail for the rest of his life. You know, we all had fun with it. Now we can all go back to Joe being Joe, and, and you know, he's a great comedian and a funny guy, and mm-hmm. I think that was lost in the whole thing, which is what I said when... And the other thing which I think he is relying too heavily upon is I only had 10 days to prepare. All right. But you only had 10 minutes to prepare, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I understand it. it's not that much time to prepare, but it's enough time to prepare, for mm-hmm. it, it, depending upon who you're dealing with and how. It, you just went about it a little bit the wrong way. Yeah. There was easy fixes. I don't want to go into, you know, comedy writing and all that right now. We have, you know, food news to get to. Uh, so, but there were, there were, there was easy fixes. I think the ultimately the problem was they didn't know who you were when you came walking out mm-hmm. and you didn't mention that up front. Yeah. You should have mentioned who, who you were kind of in a funny way. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm surprised I'm hosting too. And then you could have done the 10 day thing like this was cause there was reasons I, I, I'm now learning information about, I guess the golden globes had, you know, they had all their issues and what the network who I think it was ABC whoever had the Golden Globes NBC ABC I forget who it was but they had gotten rid of it and then there was no but no home for the Golden Globes but we can't have that the Golden Globes needs to be seen mm-hmm. by people so finally CBS I guess finally late picked it, picked it up late like we'll take it so that's why the hosting came late and I guess there were some names of people who turned turned it down I heard they offered it to Ali Wong I heard it, you know Chris Rock I heard they offered it to but both of them were like, no, I would write smart, smart. Chris Rock has done it before. Uh, I think he did the Oscars too. And I, you know, you know, nobody remembers. He didn't mm-hmm. kill it. I mean, people only remember Billy Crystal because he did it. And then Billy Crystal, honestly, he came back years later. If you remember, it was supposed to be Eddie Murphy at one point, and then Eddie Murphy just you know said, no, you know what, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then. And then, like, last minute, Billy Crystal stepped in and just, you know, time moves on. And and, and cadences in comedy are different and and just things are become different. Mm-hmm. And Billy Crystal, I think, came back years after being great for, like, 10 years in a row. But it was also a different time. It was also when we were, you know, people like the Oscars. There's, a, there's an intro, I think it's a TikTok or something that goes, this was the Oscars in, like, 19... 19- 89 they show the red carpet everyone's gorgeous it's like a young schwarzenegger and a young george clooney and a young julia roberts and everyone looks great and, everyone, and people are smiling and the flash bulbs are popping and you know before facebook and everybody's on epstein's list and they're eating babies and they're pedophiles and all that whatever that however that shit got out there mm-hmm. it was before all that 
uh, when you could be a pedophile in your own and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, but so it was, uh, it looks just different. And that's when, when Billy Crystal was doing it. And it was just different. We all, everybody loved it. There was not as many channels. Netflix didn't exist. So people went to the movies. Everyone saw the movies that were nominated. So we were all, we were all on board. Then Billy Crystal came back a few years later and it seemed a bit, it played a little cheesy. He did the same thing. Like he, he would do a dance number up front and, mm-hmm. uh, and it played cheesy. You know, remember, remember years ago, Rob Lowe, that's who Joe Coy should call Rob Lowe and say, <laughs> Rob, how did you deal with it? Cause Rob Lowe is a guy who's still going, you know, yeah. I mean, he's still out there. He's got a podcast. That's, it's good. Very good. Actually mm-hmm. people listen to, he's had some great books. He's had a, great career i think he has a new show on fox yeah he's 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 hosting a game show or something anyway he's always out there doing fine and he's you know he's he's had his he did we're going way back here everybody way back but he was sex sex tape you know Ah, with a you know during the democratic convention or something he was like 20 the girl was like 17 or something Mm -hmm. whatever it was six it was like the first ever sex tape that you could see yeah like before the internet before anything before tommy pam before all that oh be- wow. way before all of it and Ooh. somehow you know you people watched it and and he he managed to you know he, yeah. he landed on his feet and then he did some sort of dance at the oscars this is once again going way back mm-hmm. with snow white it was real cheesy okay. but once again cheesier times there were these were just cheesier times and he did a dance with Snow White, and man, he got he got crucified for it, like almost career ending yeah. thing. And now he because it was corny. It or? was just corny. It was just it was. I mean, no no more corny than any other thing on the mm-hmm. Oscars, you know. But it 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 just played very corny, and for whatever reason, it caught fire. How corny it was, and he just got killed. Yeah, just how for how corny it was. So you think Joe Coy needs a sex tape? Well, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know if I want to watch. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you don't have to, but. Yeah, I mean, sex tapes, are that is that even a thing anymore? Would that get, yeah. I think that, I don't know how you get a career back on track, or mm-hmm. not that Joe's career, Joe's career is going to be fine, yeah. but I'm saying, like, sex tapes used to be the way. Mm-hmm. You know, we all we all know the ones. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if sex tape's going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you think I, OnlyFans killed that avenue for I think him? so. Yeah. I think a little bit. A little OnlyFans, and I just think we, you know, we're a more jaded society now. Yeah. I think porn, whatever it is, is easier to find. Mm-hmm. So watching, like, that's why, to go back to the sex tapes, thank you, Alice, for bringing this up. This would just be a fun topic to discuss <laughs> because we've all seen them. I yeah. mean, the ta- the Tommy Lees and the, let's just go with the two big ones, mm-hmm. the Kim Kardashian and the Tommy Lee. Yeah, a Night in Paris, I think, was pretty big, too. That one, too. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you that one as well. I think Sh- I don't think you get, night vision. Yeah, I don't think you get a Kardashian without a Night in Paris. Oh, was Night in Paris before? I believe so. I think you might be right. I mean, Kardashian was doing everything Paris was doing. You know, at I, that bought, time. I, I got, I bought the. You uh, bought it. I bought, well, let I got a bit of a story behind. I bought the um, Pamela Anderson tape. Uh-huh. Some guy, when I was working over at Mirabel Restaurant at 8768 Sunset Boulevard, back in the days of, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time you would pull into a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And this seems to be a thing of the past also. You'd pull into a parking lot, and every now and again, if you were guys as old as I do, there were three guys who would go around the any, any parking lot. Mm-hmm. And if there'd be a guy... This is in the late 70s, early 80s, maybe through the 80s. There was always a guy who wanted to sell you speakers. Yep. Yo, yo, bro, 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 I got some speakers. 
You want speakers? Mm-hmm. Speaker. It was, I, now maybe this was a Ron Conkava thing. Maybe no, a Long Island thing. I got that. Did you in get Vegas. a speaker guy? Yeah. I mean, okay. when I was young in Vegas, it was when there was I a first guy started driving on a parking yeah. lot trying to sell speakers. Mm-hmm. Right. Hot stolen speakers. Oh, it was, yes. it was all. Always. It, was, it was like cinder blocks in the box. I, I got the box home, and it was cinder blocks. Yeah. Or whatever. But that's back when you needed a speaker. You wanted a speaker, mm-hmm. and you the guy had a speaker. Then the speaker thing kind of went out, and then then it was always a guy who would drive around a parking lot willing to fix any dents on your car. Yeah. I could take care of that if you need it. could take care of that. You need that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then for a little while, there was guys out there, parking lot guys, DVDs. I mm. got, you knew, hey, look at the DVDs. Got a trunk full of different DVDs. Yeah. Okay, well, I got caught. I never bought the speakers. I never got any dents fixed. Mm-hmm. But I got caught up in the DVD one. He was kind of a friend of mine. His name was John Serpes, an old Greek guy. Real bullshitter. Anyway, he was, you know, he would he would be one of those dudes who was on the fringes of society, you know, mm-hmm. just, I don't know how these people made livings, you know, one of those guys who makes a living selling DVDs out of his trunk yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever falls off a truck, he's got it. One week it's DVDs, next week it's you know, football jerseys, he's mm-hmm. always had some bullshit. One time he told me he was going to start, he told me. He had a whole idea that he was gonna he was gonna be he was gonna start. Why isn't there a Hollywood marathon like a marathon in Hollywood? I said, "Well, there's the L.A. marathon." He goes, "No, no, 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 not that Hollywood marathon." Yeah, like you go through the streets of Hollywood in a marathon. And he and he, and he drew up this whole you know uh, business plan and how he was gonna be the one who started the Hollywood marathon. Mm-hmm. A crazy old fool. Yeah, and I'm sitting there listening to him, and then he goes and it. And then he he gives me the whole coordinates. He goes, it's six miles from Kawanga down to what? Uh, down to Fountain, down this way. And I, I said, I, I don't know if you know this, but a marathon has to be 26 miles. Yeah. He goes, what? I said, yeah, I think a marathon is 26, 26. miles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, a, there's a certain distance a marathon has mm-hmm. to be in order to be whatever. Yeah. And he goes, I didn't know that. And then he was just, I mean, you should have saw the look. And he goes, I, you know how many hours I spent on this Commodore 64 coming up with this business plan? Somebody should and have you, told him about yeah. 10Ks. <laughs> anyway, I know, but he yeah. did, He just wanted to, he got in a marathon game for a little while. Anyway, he pitched to me. He said, I have, he told me it was the Lonnie Anderson tape. I think I've told this story mm-hmm. before. He said, I got. The Lonnie Anderson. It was everybody was talking about the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee sex mm-hmm. tape. That and was said, like VHS. V- still. VHS. Yeah. yeah. And he said, ahead. I got it. I got the Lonnie Anderson sex tape. So I was like, Well, that I'll take a look at. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know, remember Lonnie Anderson. She was a beauty from WKRP in Cincinnati, dated Burt Reynolds for many years. Whoa. Oh, she was Lonnie Anderson was woo. She was poster worthy. If you're of my age, mm-hmm. Lonnie Anderson might have been a poster in your room next to Morgan Fairchild, Heather Thomas, and of course the Farrah Fawcett that everybody had. Ever, yeah. Lonnie Anderson. And he said, I got the Lonnie Anderson tape. And I said, Oh, I want now that I didn't I haven't even heard about a Lonnie Anderson tape. I'd like to see this. It turns out it was the Pamela Anderson tape mm-hmm. that he was talking about. Anyway, I bought it for whatever it was, 25 bucks. Took it home. And here's the way I feel. It was a long way for me to get to the point I'm trying to make. The the reason why you we were saying earlier, I don't think the sex tape works anymore, and Joe Coy shouldn't do it because it it doesn't have the same. Because we're all jade, we're all um, desensitized, I believe, by like 
the porn that's out there. We did a thing a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, counted down the top 10 porn hub searches or something of 2023. Mm-hmm. And it's not cutesy stuff. Like, cause if you watch those tapes, the three we mentioned, yeah. the evening in Paris, Kim Kardashian with Ray J and, uh, and Tommy and Pam. Yeah. They're all relatively tame. Soft core. By today's standards. Yeah. Like, kind of really tame. Yeah. Which is why also I was just like. The Kardashian one is downright boring. Boring. Compared downright to, yeah, boring. Yeah. I know. And that's why you almost kind of believe that, you know, there's always been the talk that they're mm-hmm. all kind of staged for yeah. career. And maybe that's true or not. I don't know. But um, they, they do seem staged because like. Well, if people are really doing it, not thinking anyone's ever going to see it, there's like a lot of, they do different things. You know, it's not as cutesy and well lit as Kim Kardashian was in the Ray J one. There's some weird angles. Yeah. You're going to catch an under. I know. I know. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? So, so anyway, but none of those had that. Yeah. They were all kind of, oh, that was pretty good. So anyway, that's the situation. But yes, I don't think the sex tape is going to be as, uh, as, as it's not going to work anymore. You got to come up with something else. Yeah. These days, who knows? I don't know what, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who who knows? But anyway, Joe Coy will be fine. That's my that's my whole um, my wrap up on it. This is my wrap up on on the Golden Globes. Congratulations to all the winners, G- Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I've seen a picture of Paul Giamatti. Went to In and Out Burger after nice, and he was sitting in the di- dined in, which I thought was interesting. Interesting, because yeah. you know, for those of you guys who know In and Out. Uh, it is a pretty much a heavy drive-through. I mean, you gotta. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes the drive-through line's long, but they do. They move quick. Yeah. And uh, but Paul Giamatti went inside, sat down, had the Golden Globe on the table. Uh, that's always kind of a thing people do after you always see somebody mm-hmm. who's won an Oscar or Golden Globe. They will go out to one of the fast food establishments here in L.A. and they'll be, uh, you know, captured on. Yeah. Paparazzi will capture him sitting with the Oscar sitting on their mm-hmm. table. It's a fun one. Anyway, Paul Giamatti had in and out. So that's fun. Nice. And then after that, I, I didn't hear of any other like post show wrap up. Like I didn't hear anything about parties or anything. But there is a story about Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yes. And over here at Cover to Cover, we love Timothy Chalamet. We didn't at first. We thought. Uh, I thought it, it signified the end of an, an era that uh, in movies that I was a fan of, you know, uh, like a Timothy Chalamet is just the end of like, and it, listen, it's, it should be the end and it has been the end for a long time, but like the, the Schwarzeneggers, the, the, the Schwarzeneggers, the, the Stallones, the I don't know, Denzel Washingtons and all these guys who were old man action stars, yeah. J- J- Jason Statham, mm-hmm. all those guys and what are those movies? Expendables. Expendables. Yeah, yeah. All the, ex- the whole cast. Yeah, you're the whole cast of Expendables. Like, oh, that was that era of movies. And mm-hmm. it's been a while, admittedly. And then that all went away. Those guys are now in their 70s, late mm-hmm. 70s, some of them. And uh, and then you got, now you have Chalamet. And you're like, ah, is this what we're going to do now? This guy's he's got a pearl necklace on and he's walking yeah. up the red car. But that's fine. Hey, but Stallone's gone. Chalamet's here. Mm-hmm. But can Chalamet do? But anyway, then I, turn, I, 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 I changed my opinion on him. I saw him on Saturday Night Live a couple of times. He did funny stuff. He was good. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen any of his movies. Outside of the one where he... He fucks, somebody fucks a peach or he fucks a peach. What was that one <laughs> well, with him well, and I'll, that guy who ate, uh, wanted to eat girls' intestines? Remember Oh, him? Army Hammer? Army Hammer, yeah. He's just texting girls about eating their, their toes or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
He was in that movie with that guy, and they fucked peaches. It was a wild movie. Yeah. It had some psychedelic furs songs in it. It was called Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, anyway. I saw him in that. I didn't see Dune. Mm-hmm. I didn't I see... I hear good things. I hear good things. From I'd people watch. into that. Yeah, I'd watch Dune. Uh, I'd fall asleep to Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I didn't see the Willy Wonka that's currently out with yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Anyway. Which I would. I would, too. I'd see I'd it. i see it. It comes on in a plane. I'll take a look at it. But anyway, Chalamet's big star. Mm-hmm. No, And he's currently with... Uh, Kylie? Kylie? Kylie. Kylie. Don't say Kendall. Kylie. Tiger swooped up Kylie. Yes, yeah, yes, Kylie. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Kendall's it's out in the snow somewhere. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of her in this. Oh, no. You know what? Not in the snow. On a beach. She was in the snow. I just follow these people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Kendall was in the snow for a little while. She was skiing somewhere. Somewhere exotic, I would imagine. Some some gorgeous place. Then she was, now she's in the, in the, in the um, sand. Mm-hmm. You know, got a bikini on. I'll take a look at her in a bikini. She looks fine. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, this guy, this guy, this Timothy Chalamet is with uh, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, whether it's real or not, who knows. They keep showing me pictures of them kissing. It. I've never seen anything look so awkward as the two of them kissing. Yeah. F- for those of you who remember many, many, many years ago, I feel like I'm really going back in today's episode to old, old things. Mm-hmm. But many, many years ago, there was a kiss on a screen, the original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston. Okay. And, and, uh, and um, shit. Cornelius and Zira were the two apes oh, played okay. by, I want to say, Kim Novak and Roddy McDowell. Okay. How do you like that? I believe I got those two right. Let me see. And in that movie, I, was, I used to watch this as a child. I loved the original Planet of the Apes. It used to be on the 4.30 movie in New York. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You guys are like, what is this old-timer talking about? Anyway, in that movie, Cornelius and Zira kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not real apes, Alex. It's yeah. two actors playing apes. Mm-hmm. And they kiss. And it just looked, you know, it's two ap- actors in prosthetic makeup. And mm-hmm. not, not even really good prosthetic makeup. No. The best they had at the time. And Exactly. And yeah. it looks weird. It's just a weird kiss. And every time I see Kylie and, and Chalamet kiss, it reminds me of that. There it is. No, well, that's her kissing Charlton Heston, which was also a weird kiss. That was a good one, too. Uh-huh. That was at the end. Look, oh. at, look at how good Heston looked in that movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that was, it always reminds me of those. And they so they kissed oh, at the Golden this one? Globes. Is it that? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, there it is. Alex has the it kiss up. strange. Look at it. Look at Google it, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now get the kiss of Chalamet and- Kim Hunter, Roddy McDowell. Oh, Kim yeah. Hunter. That's yeah. who it was, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Roddy McDowell. Anyway, that's what it always reminds me of when I see these two kiss. It just looks a little bit unnatural, but, you know, who knows? Seeing mm-hmm. anyone kiss, you know- I, is is just yeah catching a paparazzi kiss never looks mm-hmm. good. Sometimes when you're in a new relationship, right? You know you gotta. It's, this one's been going on a little bit though. Yeah, you're right. But here's here's the drama mm-hmm. that ha- Golden Globes drama. Okay, Selena Gomez seems to always be involved in drama. Yeah, I'm currently watching her in uh, on the uh, Only Murder Only Murders in the Building. I like her a lot. She's very good. Um, enjoying the shit out of this show. Anyway, this Selena Gomez, she's with a uh, Benny Blanco. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck that? Good question. I have no idea. But anyway, I think he's a singer or something. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, nice. I'm just saying, I've taken a couple looks at the guy, and he's probably a sweetheart of a guy, mm-hmm. but he better hold on tight to the Selena Gomez. He's yeah. uh, he's not exactly Timothy Chalamet, you know, no. in the looks department, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Benny Blanco. 
But uh, they, they seem to, you know, at courtside at the Knicks games and stuff. They're hot couple. Having a good life. Yeah, having a nice life. Anyway, Selena Gomez is there uh, at, the, at, the, at the Golden Globes. It was, it was big stars were there. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody came out for the Golden Globes. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Ken, Kendall and uh, Timothy Chalamet. Apparently, now what I've heard was Selena Gomez asked for a picture with Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner said no. Yeah. You believe this shit? Yeah. This is, are you kidding me? Petty. Now, just as an aside, everybody, today I read an article that 2023 was the hottest year on record by far. Forget all that. Mm-hmm. Forget all that. Yeah. Forget the fact that the polarized caps are melting. Mm-hmm. Sea levels see, are rising by the second. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Selena Gomez asked Timothy Chalamet for a picture, mm-hmm. and Kendall got involved yeah. and said no. There's been a beef between... Ke- now, this is not new. No. There's been a supposed beef between Kendall and and Selena Gomez before. Mm-hmm. They made fun of her eyebrows or some weird shit. Kylie? Who knows? Oh. Haley Baldwin was involved. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Alex, please don't ask questions. First of all, there's no, it's a no-win situation for me. If I know yeah. too much about it, I look like You're a weirdo. Creep, yeah. yeah. If I don't know enough about it, I don't look prepared. On so this, don't ask too many questions. On this podcast, if we say Kendall, we might mean Kylie. And if we say Kylie, we might mean Kendall. Thank but you, Alex. That's the, the perfect the way to put kid. it. You get who yes. we're saying. Yeah, it's tough for me. I like them both. They, mm-hmm. see, they both seem like sweet people. Yeah. They're real good looking, those Jenners. Yeah. I mean, Jenners. Those are Jenners. Those are Jenners. But all the Kardashians, they, they're real good looking. Mm-hmm. Whatever they did, whoever worked on, whatever they did. Yeah. I, I say it all the time. There's never been a better glow up. They call it a glow up. A glow up, they yeah. Call it, they got a, it was a, she got a glow up. Mm-hmm. There's never been a better glow up than, than Kendall. Yeah. Kylie, Ke- Kylie. 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 There's never been a better glow up than Kylie. Never. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the best glow up I've ever seen. Doesn't look too done. Nope. Looks perfect. Anyway, you believe that? Uh, that so now, I guess Selena Gomez went on or went on Instagram to say that this that's an old bullshit story. Apparently, people were lip reading. Yeah. They had lip read. Her talking to Taylor Swift. Are you getting all this? Yes. Taylor, she was telling Taylor Swift at in the crowd of the Golden Globes, do you believe that Kylie said no to me getting a picture with Timothy? Mm-hmm. And people read that her lips. you believe this? Yeah. They had a lip-reading expert. Well, I was just somebody who had a, you know, a TikTok or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that, that that's pretty good drama, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of it's uh, going on if there. If we could get any of the names right, that's it a would, good drama. You guys understand what we're saying, right? Yeah, you need a lip-reader to figure out what the fuck I was talking <laughs> yeah. about. So, yeah, that was that, I, I was enjoying that bit of uh, Golden Globes drama. Mm-hmm. I always like to begin the year by clearing out my closet, but this year I'm also upgrading it with pieces that will last beyond the season with Quince. Oh, Alex, it's Quince time over here to cover to cover. I have to tell you, I'm supposed to be reading what mm-hmm. they've written for me, but I have to tell you how much I love my three-quarter heather gray, I believe is the color, Quince Zip Mongolian Cashmere 
It's the greatest. I wear it everywhere. You've probably seen me after shows and taken pictures with me after shows. That is what you'll feel. If you come see me in the next couple of months, I will be wearing my Mongolian cashmere three-quarter zip from Quince. I absolutely love it. I highly recommend it for you guys to do. They create timeless essentials that never go out of style. You have them in your closet forever. Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have... Not only the three-quarter zip, they have crew neck sweaters, $59, 100% leather jackets, fitted pants. Let me tell you, all of you people, if you're looking for resolutions to make this year for your husbands or men in your life, not you ladies, you seem to have it all together, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking for the men in your life, do me a favor and get them fitted pants, fitted pants, fitted at the bottom Mm -hmm. so it's not all crunch, crinkly and crumply down there, and it's easy over at Quince. Go get them some sweet fitted pants and a leather jacket. Any party you go to, any dinner you go to, just throw this on those weirdos, and they will look amazing, and you have Quince to thank for it. They are partnering directly with Top Factories. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. They work with factories that use safe and ethical, responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics. I love all all of it. Thank you, Quince, for all that you do for us. Alex went. He got himself some socks over at Quince. Yes, sir. And he cannot stop talking about They're these the socks. Best. Yeah. What are they made of? They're merino wool. Merino wool. The guy's got nice, warm feet. Mm. How many socks come in a package? I got a 12-pack for what Ooh, four would cost at well REI. Ooh, la-dee-da. 12-pack. <laughs> Good for you. Alex loves his socks. Mm-hmm. They got bedding. We got some sheets from Quince. Yeah. Love those as well. We can't say enough about Quince over here at Cover to Cover. And now, because you listen to Cover to Cover, you are going to get what they call a call to action. That means right now you have to get up and you have to take action. And Alex Kahn is going to call all of you to action for our dear friends over at Quince. Upgrade your closet with Quince. Go to quince.com slash cover for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash cover to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash cover. Thanks, Quince. But enough about that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, strictly robot-run McDonald's mm-hmm. going up. Yeah. I just read this this morning. Mm-hmm. I think the first one just happened. Okay. And, and where is a, it? Is it here in America? It's saying Denver. I'm trying to track it all down still. But And how many are they saying are, are going to open? Uh, give me a second to keep looking. I've been trying to... Okay, because I got to tell you this. I have done it. Because if you look up McDonald's, there's a lot of other stuff going on. You know, they got Cosmics. They got, you know, yeah, the Cos- 20 changes to their burger. Yeah, I saw those doing changes on the burger. How's Cosmics doing? Is it doing well? I don't even know if they're it open. Was, yeah. yeah. They they does, no, they open. They rolled okay. out. They rolled out. They rolled out. They must be doing uh, well. Outside of Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, that, that completely automated McDonald's, Mm -hmm. this could be signal the beginning or the end of society. I'm not exactly sure, Mm -hmm. but they do have the automated ones. You'll see them from time to time in airports and other places where it's not fully automated, but it's, you go up, there's no cashier Mm -hmm. kind of, you go up and you just do your ordering on a board. Then they call out your number, Mm -hmm. um, and you go get it, which is fine. I guess cuts out like one step but i don't know i feel like there's a bit of a backlash against self-checkout and uh and things like that i don't know if if we're going to be 100 except uh 100 accepting of 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 robot society Mm -hmm. 
I just don't know. So I'm finding some of it. The viral post from the Facebook page, I'm from Denver, shows pictures of the discussed McDonald's but offered no address or location. Many of the comments questioned if it was actually in Denver, and some people think it might be in Texas. Ooh, uh, more controversy. Yeah, there's not a ton of info on the internet, uh, but there has been one website on the Economic Times that is uh, the employee-less restaurant in the Mile High City earlier this month. So, but there's more of them opening. Isn't there an article about more auto- completely robot-automated McDonald's opening throughout the country? That's what I had read this morning. But once again, just looked at the headline and mm-hmm. moved on quickly because I had to read about uh, Kendall and, uh, and Kylie, sorry, Kylie and Kendall, Timothy, and Timothy and uh, Selena Gomez, Taylor and uh, and Taylor mm-hmm. and uh, Benny Blanco. Yeah, you know him. I've heard of him. You yeah. know, he's a record producer and an actor. Is he? Yeah. I bet they're doing. You know what? She's she's been through it. This this Selena Gomez. She doesn't need any more of this shit. Mm-hmm. She's already been you know been up and down with that. That Justin Bieber. Yeah. You know, he's he took her for a ride. And then she's had some other ones that came and went. And, you know, she finally, she's like, oh, let me just settle down with this Benny Blanco. Mm-hmm. He seems like a nice guy. He's going to, he'll hold on tight. I think, I hope. I wish him, well, I like her a lot. I'm a big fan. You know what? Uh, anyway, you look up that while I tell you about the second largest U.S. radio company, Odyssey, uh, yesterday, which is, this is a story that you guys probably don't care about. But maybe you should. Maybe. Odyssey is the, uh, was the, like I said, the second largest U.S. radio company. They filed for bankruptcy yesterday. Uh, the radio podcast giant, it filed plans for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection to reduce its debt. The restructuring agreement will allow Odyssey to slash its total debt load by 80% to about $350 million uh, from around $1.9 billion, the company said in a statement on Sunday. Odyssey had here in L.A., K Rock, uh, the 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 easy listening station. I mm-hmm. think it was called uh, the Wave. Ooh. Had all these like stations that when I was I, growing up, I, I was already grown. But you know what I mean, like K Rock. Oh my God, mm-hmm. K Rock ruled the world here in Los Angeles. I mean the K Rock Rini Roast, K Rock Acoustic Christmas, put bands on the map. All these bands, and now it's just over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had read one of the main reasons why is because they just add revenue. There's just nobody listens to the real radio anymore. No. Nobody listens to terrestrial radio. Not even radio. in the car. No, which is. We all have wa- Bluetooth. I know. You Bluetooth, Bluetooth into the or, or radio. Sirius or yeah. whatever. So it's just all gone. And it's so, like, really gone. Mm-hmm. Like, so much so that. And, and I've seen it firsthand because. As a comedian on the road, you'll do a lot of these radio shows. You'll have to go in in the morning to do, you know, whatever is the show in the town you're playing. You'll go do their morning radio show. And you walk into the offices, and there's a bunch of desks in these offices. They're big offices. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a, a lot of it's iHeart. Uh, you know, they're all owned by iHeart now. Mm-hmm. And They got them for a steal. Yeah, right? exactly. And then, and then you go in, and it's just like there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. One guy will come and get you. One guy, you know, they got one flunky who he comes and answers the door. Yeah. And then you go up to the DJ and there's, you know, two people in there uh, barely holding it together. Mm-hmm. And some cities are better than others, but some, ooh, man. Yeah. I, th- I think it was a Spokane or one of them I went in and, I mean, the guy, I think I spooked the guy. He hadn't, yeah. he hadn't seen another human being in six months. You know, they were like, we got an interview. And he started screaming, I'm not ready to see people. 
I told you about this. <laughs> yeah, you told yeah. us. Yeah, and I was like, I, I told, I told the guy, I was like, it's fine. Like, I don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. Guy's like, no, no, he's he's cool. I was like, I, is he? Yeah. This whole thing seems strange. And I finally went in there, and it was just, it was like, it was like, I, I felt like I had just, un- you know, sometimes you they find a person who's been kidnapped, mm-hmm. they find him in like a basement. Ten yeah. years later, I felt like that's what I was walking into. I felt like it's the first time the light had been shed upon this weirdo mm-hmm. in quite some time, and and I had to do an interview with him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anything to sell tickets? <laughs> to sell ticket? <laughs> you t- you ticket exactly if that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's that's kind of a I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a yeah. sign of the times, you know, that this huge. I mean, I think iHeart must be the the largest radio company and, and odyssey's number two and just done filed for bankruptcy um odyssey owns the fan wfan which is huge in new york if you guys follow sports 1010 wins oh my god my my whole life sitting in the back of any car with my dad 1010 wins the weather and time and temperature oh, okay. on the tens or whatever they would say. Yeah. And the weather, oh my God, 10-10 winds never stopped playing in my dad's car. Mm-hmm. It was just news. And a 10-10 winds. He knew all the traffic. You, if you guys, yeah. once again, if you're my age, you know 10-10 winds. If you're from New York, you sat on Long Island Expressway and listened to 10-10 winds. Uh, so that was part of the Odyssey. And, and it's just like these people got killed by podcasting. Mm-hmm. Basically, podcasting is the Netflix of what Netflix did to Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Podcasting did to radio, and there's two ways to look at it. Was radio that bad? Like I'm talking, like not as far as like music. Music, music they got killed by the Spotify's Spotify, so and yeah. all these things. Like it's so easy now mm-hmm. to just access. Like any, you could just yell to Alexa or whatever, any song. I mean, the days of having to sit and listen to the radio to hope, hope, heartbreak, uh, heartache tonight by the Eagles comes on. Mm -hmm. I remember liking that song. There's gonna be a heartache tonight, the moon shining bright. And I remember, I was like, I want to hear that again. Mm -hmm. And I sat next to a radio for hours (laughs) WBLI on Long Island to just hear Heartache Tonight again. Yeah. That's what you used to have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have the right. Didn't, I didn't buy the album. No. Not that. I couldn't back then. Uh, so I would have to just listen. Now you could just get it no matter when and why listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I listen to the radio and the commercials and everything. It's just like, because sometimes I'm in, I'll rent the cars. I'm in rent the cars and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to go into the whole thing of, Trying pairing to your pairing phone. it, I'm yeah. like, I'll oh, forget it. I'm going to yeah. be in this for two hours, and I'll just listen to like radio and it, God, the commercials, and mm-hmm. it's like, I'll oh, forget it. Yeah. So that was part of the problem, but also, yeah, I mean, and you get your weather, your traffic is literally built into your right. phone. Oh, everything, everything. weather's every every, just every a wild world. And radio they, you know, used to do a bunch for you, yeah, and it's all been replaced. And who saw it? Like, I don't know if people saw this shit coming. Mm-hmm. Like the. I mean, what's next? When do when do we get put out of business? Who puts us out of business? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Something I'm sure eventually. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'll be dead at that point, and you'll it'll be cover to cover with Alex, and people will have stopped listening. Would have already died you know, long, long before that. Before that, you know, mm-hmm. this guy's sitting there talking about Lord knows what. But uh, so yeah, I mean, who knows? Eventually, that's gonna, this is going to be over too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if people see the writing on the wall. Yeah. You know. 
I try to. I try to see it, and it and it, and it pains me. I'm, I'm becoming an old man shaking a stick. Like, I remember a time when you had to listen to the radio to hear a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hate being that guy, but it's yeah. just, it just, I mean, I, I love being able to yell it out, but it also kind of killed the fun. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas songs, I used to only be able to hear them at Christmas, so that was kind of the beauty of it. Yeah. Now I could literally yell out. We have an Alexa here in the garage. Things are going pretty well. And uh, I could yell out a Christmas song right now, and it'll come on. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ruins Christmas. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I never got a fake tree. was one of the real tree here at the house. Because I didn't want to be able to, like, I felt like it would ruin Christmas if I could just set it up in August. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I wanted to, I had a fake tree up in the attic. i go, oh, yeah? I'll set it up now. Yeah. And now I feel like that could kind of ruin Christmas a little bit. So mm-hmm. I never did that. But anyway, that's the end of Odyssey. And I just think that podcast people, and this is going to go back. It'll it'll kind of, it's the way I feel about award shows as well. Let's so take it all back mm-hmm. to where we began. To Billy Crystal. With like, with, no, with like, yeah, Joe Coy and what happened there and stuff. I just think that, I think because like people are we're better at it you know like mm-hmm. morning radio back when it was the zoo crew and outside of howard stern and maybe you guys have some people in your neighborhoods too that are mm-hmm. that are like great at morning radio yeah and funny and whatever but for the most part these people were terrible yeah. like morning zoo and these guys trying to be funny and cutesy and whatever they most of them trying to be howard stern-ish uh, even Howard Stern back way back then was kind of bad too. Um, but they were just bad. They weren't necessarily funny. They weren't comedians. They weren't. And then podcasting came along and you're like, oh, these guys like they, Theo Vaughn's and Tim Dillon's and, mm-hmm. and Bert and, and Tom and Ronis Pappas, Rob Lowe. Like all these guys, they're funny. Yeah. Like it's funny to listen to them. And insightful. Oh, my yeah. friends, Heather and people. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny. And uh, us. And it's like, oh, this is much better to listen to than morning mm-hmm. radio. So, boom, gone. And who knows what will come. And I think that's why also I think people are just more attuned to, like, personal kind of com- comedy where watching a monologue, like a Joe Coy monologue, it just seems it doesn't play like it used to because we're – you guys, you guys, the audience who listens to this, and you guys, you guys probably listen to ten podcasts. Uh, you can listen to your own style. Like I like the way Fran Joel and Alex talk, so I listen to that. I don't, I don't need to hear jokey jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, I. So when when you watch a monologue like that, it all seems like cringe. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not well, smooth. No, it doesn't feel conversational. Because so, when Joe was doing it, like. I understand people like, oh, that's cringe, but the jokes weren't all that awful. I mean, yeah. they were jokes that anybody can do, mm-hmm. but they, they come off cringe because it, you know, it ends on this is where the laugh's supposed to be. Don on. Yeah. And f- I think our ears have been trained now. All of our ears have been trained a little more to, to be more conversational. Go with even, the flow. Even stand up, like the yeah. guys who are big now, like like Nate and, and Gaffigan, it's more, it's not so punchy. Mm-hmm. It's more conversational, so uh, I feel like that podcasting is, is has changed the cadence a little bit, and you'll people who host these shows now will have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. How did I do? Great.
All right. Do we have any uh, anything else we want to discuss? Yeah, I, I like got an a... update on McDonald's for oh, you. Oh, here we go. I think what do we you've got? been duped. No. I think you were a victim of a TikTok, uh, a viral TikTok. Shit, really? But uh, there is, there's something to, what I'd already read to you is kind of the thing. There's, okay. They're claiming that one's popping up in Denver. People are fighting about where it is, but the fully automated location, Yeah. nobody knows where it's at yet. Oh, okay. It's kind of, a, it's kind of. It's a it's a lot of smoke from TikTok. A lot of really? people think. All right. Well, my apologies then, everybody. No, was, no, no, no. I've been duped, according to Alex. I mean, it's been shared thousands of times, so it's not just you. Um, but uh, there have been, if you do that search, there are a ton of articles about how almost every fast food place is yeah. integrating it, but not completely. There, it's going rebe- to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. I know it's coming. I mean, you probably yeah. need one guy there who knows a, a programmer who just sits there and he goes from location to location. And Well, it's going to be a sad time in mm. this world. I don't know. All right. Here you go, everybody. We're going to do it. I didn't think we were going to do it, but we're going to do it. I know we've done it probably 10 times before, but this is a new one. This is a, a, a very popular website called Delish. Mm-hmm. Delish, a food you know, website, uh, uh, app, whatever you want to call it. Delish is popular. Yep. And they, this is today, came out today, so it's fresh, so we're going to do it. We'll do it quickly, because it's, they're pretty much the same as we've always done, but I feel like people really gravitate towards these, and here you go, everybody, this is according to Delish. These are the top, uh, let's see, 12, the top 12 fast food french fries. Ooh. Counting down from 12 to number one. Mm-hmm. According to Delish, what they believe is the best fast food French fry. Yeah. Now, now this is a different person. This, this isn't is our normal different gal. than our normal our normal gal who we love, who seems to always vote for Wendy's with everything. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not her. I get her from another. This is from over at Delish. So I'm going to give you. We'll roll through them quickly, not to bore you. Mm-hmm. If we haven't been boring enough at this point, this number twelve, according to uh, Golden Globe winner. Paul Giamatti, mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti, tw- in and out, in and out, number twelve French fries, good, get cold real fast, very like, polarizing, very pol, yes. in and out. I feel in and out itself is very polarizing. Mm. Uh, number eleven Shake Shack, they are. Uh, I'll, I'll, I do like. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shake Shack to me is cut, a little. Right? It's a crinkle cut, exactly, yeah. and I do enjoy a crinkle cut. I got to be honest with you. Uh, what number, were you going to say? I'm sorry. Shake Shack for you is a little, a little overrated. Yeah, I agree. I know. Um, I've had it. A lot I, of wet bread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like not that. Sure. Number 10, Hardee's Carl's Jr. They, mm-hmm. depending on where you live, it's Carl's Jr. or Hardee's. That's number 10. Sarah Colonna used to work at Hardee's. She'll tell you all about it. <laughs> uh, number nine, Taco Bell. They have French fries? They probably they have, have like the nacho potato fries, right? Oh, the nacho, nacho fries, fries or something. Not bad. Oh, yeah, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about the nacho. They're saying number nine. Not bad. Wow, okay. It's usually a seasonal item, I believe. It comes and goes, so. Yeah. Well, what do you think? What do you think of, uh, what do you think of, just forget the French fries, because they do a curly over there. What do you think Mm -hmm. of Arby's? Oh. Yeah? Great. The curly? Curly. Exceptional. Well, the number eight. Okay. You know, I did a commercial for Arby's. What'd you do? Yeah. I just, Just, at Chelsea Lately, we, they hired us to do commercials. They never actually aired, um. But we did about 10 of them. Yeah. We did them for Bud Light, Margarita, Lime Marita. Mm-hmm. We did one for Arby's. We did a bunch of them. Yeah. I don't know. Some some advertising guy hired us to do these ads. And we did one for a tamp, a, a new tampon, a Kotex tampon. Okay. It was like a new one, colorful. 
<laughs> remember that one? <laughs> we did a bunch. They never aired. People, they didn't like them. They didn't like them? No, well, we just did They had like once on our show and then never again. I mean, that's like Ving Rhames' whole gig now, right? He's the, isn't he is the he Arby's like a, guy? Is he? I think is he's he, the he We Have the we Meats have the, guy. Oh, maybe. He's the voiceover guy. I think. Number seven, Burger King. What mm-hmm. do you, yeah, number six, Wendy. Oh, Wendy's. Wendy's way down on this one. Number Fighting six, words. Wendy's. I do like Wendy's fries. You do? Yeah. I know, so do I. I normally agree with her when she puts them higher Number up. five is Five Guys. Five Guys is decent, right? Do you get the Cajun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, is that You right? like the Cajun? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had Five Guys. Get the Cajun fries. Yeah, is that right? Pretty okay. Good. Number four, mm, it's a waffle fry. And this place, once again, it's a very hot topic. And mm-hmm. people will be angry at me for saying this. I find it very overrated. Yep. Even more overrated than Shake Shack. You, and that's Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I do not get it. Did you see that they just raised their prices like 40% too? No. Yeah. Oh, They're no. jacking it up. Well, whatever. They are number four, Chick-fil-A waffle fry. Number three, people love this place. They tell me I need to go. I see it on the road. We don't really have them here. I think they just opened one in Burbank and there's like a line to oh, get yes. in. There's a second coming. Is too. there a second coming? Mm-hmm. Okay. Raising Cane's. Yep. Everybody loves it. It's chicken nuggets. People say, oh, but the sauce. Yeah. You got to get the sauce. It's anyway, they typical. got a crinkle cut. It looks like a crinkle cut from the picture. Yeah. And they are number three. You ready for number two? Mm-hmm. You haven't heard them yet, so you must be guessing, wait, they got to be either one or number one yeah. or number two. Uh-huh. And we just talked about them going fully automated. Mm-hmm. It's McDonald's, everybody. I mean, some people would say it's the best French fry. It's the, it's the grandfather of French fries. Yeah, it's the fry. I mean, they put French fries on the map. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, you know, you hear stories like, I dropped one in my car 30 years ago, and it's still exactly still the same. There, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what else they did there? They invented the hash brown, like the handheld hash brown. For their breakfast yeah. item. Yeah. And I think that's a better product than their fry, personally. Well, here's, number one, you see, I don't like when they do this. I don't like when they do number one as a place that that is kind of a exclusive Half. to certain oh, lo- yeah, yeah. locales in the country, mm-hmm. which I think this place is. I've seen them all over the place, but it's certainly not a place we've all eaten at. Mm-hmm. And it's Checkers Rally. You yeah. know this place? They're, Rally Checkers. They came to Vegas about probably 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't agree with that one. Real heavy on the grease for me. It, well, but. Donald, there's a couple of comments here. Donald, yeah. he wrote He wrote in. He said, thank you for putting in and out fries last. They're disgusting. They're always limp and soggy. Mm-hmm. They can only be fried once. French fries need to be fried twice. Don't you know that? This is according to well, Donald. They're, it's not because they're fried once. It's because they're fried in a different oil, Donald. Well, uh, you take that up with Donald. Fighting words. It's completely hard and crunchy all through. Uh, animal style is even soggier mess. Thousand Island dressing covered with barely melted cheddar cheese. Hardly an upgrade. He does not like it at all. Mm-hmm. That's Donald. Uh, anyway, he doesn't have anything to say about the rest of it. He thinks it's all pretty... Up to snuff. Yeah. Do you have a uh, Stanley thermos bottle to for hold? What the fuck is going? I mean, yeah. am I losing my mind here? Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, you people, whoever you are, whoever is in line, whoever is fighting to get the Stanley thermos. Yeah. Now, I was confused when you said that. So was I. I was confused you by mean, it too. When I first read about it, it said they kept calling it the Stanley Cup. And I'm not <laughs> kidding when I said I thought it was yeah. a an actual Stan like from the hockey, mm-hmm. I thought it was like a hockey-inspired cup that Starbucks was doing. Yeah. 
I really did. That's I was. I mean, I read Stanley Cup. I thought it was Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. But it's a Stanley, the Stanley, and the, yeah. the that the, they make tools, camping and shit. wear for yeah, camp. I remember blue, from when I was a the kid. The blue pitcher. That I still you remember had. The, the jingle. The commercial was we want Stanley. We want to help you do things right. That was nice. their commercial, and they had to make tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now they make thermoses, and which I have. I, and I believe we're all like this. It's one of those things we just have in our house. Mm-hmm. They give to you. You get them when, when you go to do radio shows or you do get a gift bag. Yeah. I feel like it's something you don't necessarily need to buy because somebody's going to give you some mm. sort of dumb thermos. A tumbler, they call them. Exactly. Now. Yeah. I've got 10,000 of them in the house. Yeah. Uh, it's like pens. The same thing with pens. Like, I, I'm good. I don't need to buy a pack of pens. Yeah. I got, there's a fucking pen everywhere. Everybody's got a pen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand you a pen. You got a pen. I don't need any more pens. So now thermoses, I feel the same way about. Like how good it keeps. But people are going berserk over this Stanley tumbler, whatever. Yeah. Is that what it's considered? A yeah. thermos? A thermos, cup. cup. But now, it's a particular Stanley one. I know. Yeah. And it's. I guess it's being sold at Starbucks? I think it's being sold at Starbucks inside of Target. Target. If right. I read that right. That's where I saw the fights happening. Yeah. I saw people a lot of fighting stuff. over. Now, I don't know where your head has to be in order to you to start punching. Mm-hmm. I witnessed a fight the other day. I was getting in and out. Speaking of in and out, my daughter loves it. So I uh, what I'll do is it, it gives me some time to get away mm-hmm. and you know just have some silence yeah. for a minute. Thank not God having, for long drive. Not having, not having Furby talk to me yeah. for, I got a, we got a, my daughter got a Furby for Christmas. That's a new, you know, you've, you've talked about Furbies. Yeah. It was your, of, of your era. I have an update for you. Well, you do. But according to, so Olivia spent some time with your she daughter did. the she other day. She was spending some time with my daughter. Yeah. I, Furbies. They're the same size. Furbies didn't use to speak English. I know. She, t- my yeah. daughter was talking about it. Yeah. yeah. They speak. They spoke Furby. Yeah, you're at least lucky that it's not just jibber jabber that's being. Well, I Furby says a few things. Mm-hmm. Furby talks like a. I used to know a couple a couple of old men friends of mine who were older who couldn't hear. You know, their hearing was going, and what you do when your hearing starts going is you just develop some things you can say that are could be a response to anything. Catch all. Catch all. Like so. So. They're not hearing anything you're saying, but they just respond as if, I'll give you a classic example. I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a perfect <laughs> way of saying, I didn't hear what you said, Yeah, but this response will, will make it seem like I heard what you said, and it could work for anything. Yeah. Say something to me. Say anything to the me. The weather's beautiful. I'll drink to that. Works for anything. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear what you said, but it worked. So, that, so Furby talks like that. Yeah. Furby just throws out these, these just things um yeah so now it says a lot of things mm-hmm. and it's always going i don't know how Doesn't to turn stop. it on and turn it off but it seems to always be going you walk past and it goes hey it's me furby yeah so I've did you put it in on. the closet yet oh i've put it everywhere okay. i've hit it in a minute different, but it's, it's, <laughs> somehow it finds its way out it's like a gremlin anyway um the other day i think it says it makes a fart noise yes it goes and then yeah. it goes, oh, I'm going to have to change my fur. Ooh. I know. And I said to my wife, I said, I think Furby just farted and said, I'm going to have to change my fur. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, there's no way it could have said that. Like, it made a, like a diar- like a shark joke. Yeah. And I said, I swear that's what it said. Mm-hmm. And she, so now we have to, 
have it go through the rotation of things it says to yeah. get back to it. And it's, it says a lot of things. So my wife and I are sitting there pressing the button, making it go through every yeah. dumb thing it You're says. Just waiting for heartache tonight all over again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Terrestrial here, here radio. Again. And sure enough, here it comes again. <laughs> I got to change my fur. And she goes, oh, my God, it does say that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it just made a shit my pants joke. This Furby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm okay with it, yeah. but I was a little shocked that that's what they're doing, the Furby. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I had to go to In-N-Out. And because I, I, my wife said, go get, get In-N-Out. I said, I'll go. It's close. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll say, I'll walk over there. And I go to the window instead of the drive-thru. Which is quicker. And I can walk home. Mm-hmm. That's real quick. And then I get I get a half hour to myself. Yeah. So that, Good. So I, got, and I, I see a full, like, fight in the drive-thru. Some guy cuts another guy off, and they're pounding on each other's hoods. Yeah. You know, and one guy goes, fuck you, and go, fuck no, fuck you. You're, you're fucking, you do this sh- shit in front of your daughter, bro? Your daughter's in the back seat, bro. I can't believe you're doing that, bro. And then the one guy goes, none, none of them, and that didn't come to blows, mm-hmm. but everybody's watching. And these are two 45, 50-year-old men. Yeah. Both of them complete fucking lunatics. And Were they on the same side? Because that one over there, it splits up the drive-thru. It splits up the drive Were they on the same side? Uh, well, the one guy, I guess, didn't know, because it's weird. Yeah. I, uh, we're going to lose you guys on this if you don't have Pure bedlam over there. It's bedlam. It's absolute mm-hmm. bedlam. And, but, and, and the line goes down the road. Yes. And it looks like those cars are parked on the side of the road. So you sometimes drive past and go, oh, it's a short line, and you'll jump in, but you just cut off 25 people park that look like they're parked, but they're not yeah. parked, they're waiting. So that's what happened. This guy jumped in and boom, boom, they're banging. So then the guy, he says, all right, I'll pull out. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I'll pull out. I'll park. So then he comes. Now he's in line with me mm-hmm. at the walk up. And he starts telling me about the fight. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think about the Furby shit joke. I don't want to talk. And he's like, bro, man, did you see what happened there? I knew, I don't know, somehow I got a face that says, talk to me. Yeah. And this fucking guy, said, I was like, oh, is that right? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> he goes, this guy. And then he starts getting me involved in it. Because now the guy who had been, he was way back in the drive-thru. Now he's up at the window. Mm-hmm. And the guy starts yelling at him again from standing next to me. He's like, you're a fucking psychopath, bro. He goes, you are. Then he goes, where you from? And the guy goes, Santa Monica. And he goes, ha Go back to Santa Monica, bro. Go back to Santa Monica. He's like, ah, why? I like getting out here. And then and now I'm involved. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I don't know, Santa Monica. I feel, I feel like they're all the same. Yeah. I read a guy uh, made a comment. Andrew, his name was. He made a comment online uh, on Delish. Mm-hmm. He didn't like the French fries. Yeah. I should have gotten really involved, but I didn't. So now I'm like in the mid. I'm standing between the fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are grown men. And all I'm thinking, I just want to turn around and go, do you understand you were a 50-year-old man fighting over cheeseburgers? $5 right hamburger, yes. Yeah, like you, uh, uh, get a hold of yourself. Yes. Um, but he, so then, of course, I had to wait for my order to be called, and, and now we're sitting next to each other, and he's explaining the whole thing to me. Mm-hmm. On how, I was like, I, I, I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to look not interested, looking on my phone, looking away. I mean, everything. But he's just still talking. I mean, some people are just the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it all the time. People's, I saw a guy, ta- a guy slap a Taco Bell employee like yesterday. You saw See online that? or no, you oh, saw? Oh no, no, online, oh. like a video. I was, was like, like I think it was on Long Island too. What were you doing at Taco Bell? No, yesterday? I wasn't. 
tacos. I heard they have nacho fries. Pretty good. No, I saw it online. But it's like the people are just. I mean, can you imagine fucking mm-hmm. nightmares that people are getting shot over Taco Bell fries? I know. Everybody just calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, everybody. What I think we did it. We got so much more to talk about. We, of course, will be back on Thursday and Patreons and everything else. We got a ton of stuff. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas. It's time to start buying tickets. Fort Worth, Texas, coming to Hyenas on, uh, when are we there? We're there uh, January, what are we? Uh, January 26th and 27th. 26th and 27th, we're at Fort Worth. It's a Friday and Saturday night. Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, love it there. I'm, of course, in Las Vegas next week at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club for the entire week, Monday to Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be there, so if you're in that part of the world. And then we come to Louisville and Lexington. Uh, Louisville, we come to the Louisville Comedy Club, brand new comedy club in Louisville. Very excited. February 8th. February 8th, it's Thursday night. And then we go on to Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, February 9th and 10th. Uh, After that, I go to Philadelphia, D.C. Franjola.fun has all the live dates. We're having a great time out there live. We are, it's going, we're we're going off the wall, doing all sorts of fun stuff in 2024, live, Franjola.fun. Tampa is starting to sell really well. Again, the good people of Tampa. So go get your tickets to that because it's one show only, 6 o'clock on a Saturday night. Um, and on and on and on. Uh, what do we got to get out of here on? Thank you, everybody, for listening to Cover to Cover. We're really blowing up, and we truly appreciate uh, you guys listening. We love doing it, and we will continue to throw weird off the wall topics and, and just kind of rambling about nothing for as long as we can mm-hmm. until someone shuts us down. Like they just did K rock and uh 10, 10 wins. Um, I think I feel like I, I said everything I need to say. I, I feel like it. we've done all we can do here. As we mm-hmm. say on this podcast. Uh, so there's nothing else I, I got. I don't have anything else. I got, I did all my golden globes rap and uh, we'll, we'll, there'll be more. We'll come up with some new stories. Uh, what do we got to get out of here on? I'm not going to make you wait all day for it. Oh, no. Just going to oh, give no. it to you right away. Heartache tonight. And then I always fucked it up because you had to press play record on your on your tape record. Oh, but you don't want to miss the intro. And you're, uh, I, yeah. I, I already missed it because the DJs always do a talk up, mm-hmm. you know, and then you don't want them. And I finally press play record and I barely get it. The volume on this is a good one. They're still going. They're back out. They played last week here at the forum. They're calling it the final tour. Again. But they, I mean, it, like I always say, eventually it's going to be the final tour. Glenn Fry has already died. The other ones will soon follow. But people said it was great. I mean, they are, I saw them couple times and they are mm. great yeah i mean they just give you the hits and go home i mean they are, you, you could hear don Ca- uh, don hanley's car running in the parking lot that's how he how quickly he wants to get off that stage mm. all right everybody thank you for putting up with this uh me reminiscing about the planet of the apes and uh <laughs> fm a- am radio wow but I think I give all the answers you need. I have all the answers. I really do. I, you know, maybe I'll host one of these award shows, and I will bomb. Oh, my God. You think Joe Coy bombed? Wait till you see me. Mm. Oh, I'll show you people a bomb. 
How did Joe Coy not make? Because he he felt like he was bombing. You know, he actually said it in his. I mean, there was there was a perfect chance for him to do an Oppenheimer bomb joke. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he could have, <laughs> like if you if he was quick on his feet, like I am, he could have said, "Woo." I mean, this is bad. I haven't seen a bomb quite yeah. like this since Christopher Nolan directed it. Yeah. Thank you. And he was sitting right there. Boom. Could have had some fun with it. All right, everybody. But I can't. What, what more can I do? What, do you want me to write your monologue now? <laughs> ah, love you, people. Love it. Love our listeners. Can't wait to get back on the road and see you all. Um, thank you. Thank you for making cover to cover what it is. Because I don't know what we do without you. I really don't. And we love our listening listeners most of them 99.9 percent of them it's a couple that i'm like oh they drive me insane and i know they're going to tell me and i have strong opinions about um chick-fil-a waffle yeah fries, uh, fries. Well, I, i'm okay with the fry but they'll t- they like they feel like they got to tell me about things that you know i talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. you know like i talked about bath bombs and that my daughter likes and crayons that she draws on the bathtub with and they're like be careful of those because I, oh a lot of people had a lot of opinions on the um the mr clean a magical oh. racer and i'm like no we got it we're mm-hmm. just having we're just talking yeah i'm like they're like oh my daughter drew, drew all over the walls with those crayons i'm like yeah well my daughter doesn't draw on the walls i've managed to hey i'm not the best father in the world but i stopped her from drawing on bowls Thank all you. we can do That's all we can do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.